And we are back. I'm back. We took a little three-week break, guys. Not sorry, but like, man, it's been a crazy summer. I don't know how it's been for all you. It's actually been a re- like we've had a really good summer. Oh my goodness, um, crazy in the bestest ways. Yeah, so, so when I'm saying crazy, it's not like crazy like oh my gosh, our world's falling apart. It's like no, this no, has been really, really. We really had good. a lot of really good things going on, and we were in the good things. Yes, yes. And and it's funny we had um, I had a a woman come just a few days ago. She she had been listening to the podcast and had been following mm-hmm. along like as we would release release new ones and then over the last three weeks we hadn't released any and she said she's like so I just went back and I re-listened to all of them <laughs> and then thinking that by the time I like re-listened to all of them there would be like a new one out and she this is the thing that's so funny is she's um she's like a practicing member of the church that you know of the Mormon church. Mm-hmm. And our church of origin. Our church of origin. Um, and she's like, I listen to you guys religiously and don't tell anybody. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I and, and she's like, so I re- during the three weeks, like I listened to, I just re-listened to everything and like, I'm ready for some new content now. Can you Uh-oh. guys please um, put out something new? I love that we're like dirty little secret. I know. It's so great. It makes my whole heart smile. So oh, that's but so I, great. But the thing that I do love is like when you are speaking, I guess you could say like a universal truth. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what religion you're a part of. It doesn't matter if you're atheist. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Um, really doesn't matter like what type of like spirituality you practice when Mm -hmm. you're speaking universal truth you can actually see how it coincides with your belief system and it just strengthens what you already believe exactly and and it may be different words it may be different verbiage right because like michelle and i we love god like we love god um and we're also really clear on the fact that it's like cool like our belief is we don't care. We don't think God cares what you call him, how you want to connect to him. Like, and you hear that I call it a him, mm-hmm. but I call it a him because you guys, for me, I grew up with an amazing father, like a father who just unconditionally loved me. So for me, having like a daddy in the sky is the most comforting feeling in the world to mm-hmm. me. I'll be the first to raise my hand is like, well, what's God? I don't know. Right. I couldn't tell you exactly. Am I? Do I know it's a him? No, I don't know. But for me, that's a way that it's easy to connect, for sure. to be able to speak and to be able to feel loved. Yeah. But that's because where I come from, where some people is like they had a really horrible father. And for them to have to connect to a father figure is like the most abusive thing uh, in their mind. Well, and for a while, I mean, I think I've shared this on the podcast. There was like a year and a half when I was so mad at God. Like the male version of God. Mm-hmm. And I was also really mad at Jesus. I hated Jesus. I was like, you guys aren't even welcome in my space. Like you guys are oh, liars Jesus. and I'm so mad. Um, and so for me, my connection was to like a heavenly mother. Mm-hmm. And for a year and a half, that's who like I spent that. That's who I was connecting to when mm-hmm. I when I would when I would pray or when I would like drop into meditation, which is kind of the same thing for me. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Prayer is just, you know, synonymous with meditation. Cause it's like, I'm actually going in and having a conversation. Um, there for a while I was connecting to it. It was a female presence because I was needing nurturing. I was yep. needing to, you know, it's like the, the male version tells me what to do. <laughs> it, like in the best way possible now. Like, cause I'm, I love Jesus. I love, mm-hmm. <laughs> I love daddy in the sky mm-hmm. version of God. Um, but for a while I just needed to be held. Yep. And for me, it was a feminine presence. So like when I refer to God, it's not, um, it's like, 
a daddy in the sky and a mama in the sky. And the two of them together are God for me, right? Mm -hmm. So like Michelle said, I don't think it matters, you know, I don't think it matters what you call them. No, how you want to connect in the way, whatever that is. Just get your, get that connection established. Well, I think that's one of the big things that I've noticed. Um, we're going to go into a little God segment in the first part of this, guys, because <laughs> we love it. We loves it so much. But one of the things that I found is I used to tell my mom, I was like, I just, I have like a dark hole. Like I just have like this black void inside of me and I can put like a cover of happy over it but I'm just a sad person like I just did you guys I felt like there was just this hole inside of me that couldn't be filled by anything and it's like I now for me that was a spot that I had to be able to connect to the divine to me it's God Mm -hmm. and I feel like when you can have that connection it's a piece of us that I think everybody is looking for and however you want to connect is like you get to develop that relationship yeah I feel like through all religions all like Eastern practices, whatever it is, it's like showing different ways that you can connect mm-hmm. to like what, what I call God, you know, or the divine source or the thing that connects us all. But finding your own relationship, it's like you guys, if you look through the scriptures, I was telling Amanda earlier, I was a missionary for um, my church growing up. And it's so funny now because it's like there was a point in time when I left the religion. I'm like, oh, scriptures. Bleh. Now I come back. I'm like, you guys, look what the scriptures have to say. And then you can look at all these different teachings, but it's like every single thing points back to you getting your own relationship. Mm-hmm. You being able to get your own guidance, your own direction. And yes, they have like, hey, cool. Here's good ways of living. Right. But if you look at every single, at least biblical story, doesn't it come down to it in the end? And you will listen to God above all else. Mm-hmm. You will follow that direction above all else. But in order to follow that direction... You have to be able to be connected to it and to be able to hear about it. Mm-hmm. So one of the things we want to talk about today is, <laughs> you guys, one of the awesome benefits of healing and um, going along this journey is being comfortable and starting to love being in your body. Mm-hmm. You guys, so one of the big things. It's my home here. It's, you guys, let's talk about like, okay, right? <laughs> what What is the body? When what? we talk about the body, let's like define what we mean. You know, we just defined what, defined what we meant when we refer to God, mm-hmm. right? So let's, let's do a little definition of what we mean by when we talk about the body, mm-hmm. wh- what are we actually saying here? Yeah. You guys literally think about it from the very first breath to the very last breath. This body is the thing that you are in 24 seven. Seven days a week, 365 days a year. I got Look at numbers, you, right? go you. <laughs> you guys, if you could see my face right now, I'm like literally like looking and like, these aren't big numbers. I think <laughs> I know them. You guys, this is the place that you are going to live. And one of the things that I know for myself, and I've also noticed in our clients and the people around us, is that most people are trying to escape their body. Yeah. They're it's uncomfortable. They don't feel safe. If the body feels foreign, mm-hmm. like we hear a lot of that. Mm-hmm. And even a lot in the spiritual conscious world with a lot of the people that we work with, it's always like, cool, how do we get to 5D? Mm-hmm. How do we or work? Or 7D. 7D or all the Ds. 13D. Like, all the Ds. You know, how, how do we ascend out of this? The earth is such a horrible place. We need to change it. And it's like, you guys, when you are so uncomfortable with what is, because we talk about like that the place where you always live is in the now but when you're trying to fight being in the now and in the present it has to be different Mm -hmm. it creates such a place of distrust Mm -hmm. such a place of unsafety within yourself that it makes life life starts to reflect exactly what you're feeling because one of the greatest gifts that life's giving you is like you know law of attraction or you create you you attract what you vibrate 
well, you know what you're vibrating by what you're living currently right now. What does your life look like? Are you uncomfortable? What's what's being reflected back? Is it anxiety ridden? Is it like, okay, something always has to happen. Mm -hmm. And if you don't understand how your body works, a lot of times we start to think that we are our bodies, right? We are our thoughts. We are our emotions. This is the definition I was wanting to get to. (laughs) Yeah. Go you. It's like, we think that we are this physical body that we're in. And then when you don't understand it, then you want to start to hate it. It's like, well, why did I get a defective one? Why can't I figure out what's going on? You start to believe that there's something innately wrong mm-hmm. with you. But you just got screwed. I just got screwed. But you guys like think about the same thing. It's like if you have an iPhone or any type of phone or a computer and you don't know how to run it, it's frustrating, right? You're like hitting keys. You're like, oh my gosh, what's wrong with it? But then when you go in and you have like a technician who's been trained who understands like, oh, well, this is how you do this. Well, what do you want to do with this? And they start to show you the way that it works. All of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, this was set up perfectly. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe a couple programs need to be changed or I need to understand this. But being comfortable and being safe in your body all of a sudden changes the way that you are able to relate with the world. Mm-hmm. To be able to come into it in such an interesting way. And if you notice, a lot of times in healing, in the personal development, ascension, like becoming your true self, most of the time, a lot of the time, you find that a lot of people are trying to do anything they can to get out of either feeling or it's like, I need to do a an experience that's going to give me an out of this body, out of this world experience. experience. Yeah. But you guys, really well, think- and you'll even hear phrases like I wasn't meant for this place, mm-hmm. right? Like I'm, I feel more at home in, you know, like up in the angelic realms. That feels more, that feels more of like who, who I actually am. And you're not wrong. Like, like no, we, you we are, are spiritual. Be- you are a spiritual being. <laughs> are a spiritual being. And you hear a lot, whether it's in like the new agey space or whatever mm. you want to call it, like really going there a lot and wanting to be there and it's like I'm just enduring in this 3d body until the end so that I can be it's cute we do it in religion we do it in new agey we do it in oh yeah you know it's just again same story different language for sure right when I remember one time we were um because me and Amanda have done a lot of trainings together we've done a lot of just different we've traveled our personal path like a like on our healing journey. We need to come up with a better word of what this Because thing. we're so good at coming up with names. I know, you guys. We're so good at coming up with titles. Coming up with names. We're always like, we'll try to name this at the end. But I remember one time they were talking about it and it was like, because there's always been something where it's like, I don't know, not that I like lived in the darkness, but it was always like, okay, what is this deep thing? Okay, let's like processing this thing. And I had someone tell me once, like, oh yeah, no. Me and so and so, we just like, we like, are in the higher vibration and we are up in this like these heavenly space and Michelle you just like you deal with like down in the dark and you like down in like this like the gritty stuff I was thinking to myself first off I was like F you because <laughs> it was almost like it was it felt like at the time and I was totally claim this could be my own projection so I'm not even saying like maybe she had a totally different they had a totally different idea of what they were saying but you just like being down in the dark and you're working with like the lower darker energies and I was like first off um Kind of like, I like to be on earth, but like we're in the heavens and that's where we need to get to. And I'm like, first off, we all live here on earth. And if I'm talking to you, you're here too. And this dark stuff, you're not getting anywhere. Like, I don't know where you're trying to go, but like, this is like, why? At the time I was like, why are we looking at earth as bad? 
Mm-hmm. How often do you have people like, oh, exactly what Amanda said? Oh, well, I'm just enduring through here so I can go back to where I want. I want off this planet. I want, you know, to go mm-hmm. back to like my real home. And if you're listening to this and you're not into the new agey stuff, it's totally fine. These are the things that they say. But in other places where it's like, oh, I want to go to heaven. Oh, I just have to like get tested here so I can go to a better place later. Mm-hmm. But I remember thinking one time, I was like, you guys, what if this was? What if this was heaven? What if this is what we decided to create? What if this is a place that we actually, this was the reward? And it's not so much that we had to like, we have to endure this to get somewhere better, but it's like, you guys, think about video games, right? Bowser. Oh, Bowser. Like, okay, Mario Brothers. You guys, I like Mario Brothers because it was an easy enough game I could play. But like, think about it. Why do you play a video game? You play a video game so you can master the level. You can beat Bowser in the end and be like, yes, I got it. Well, what if you had a video game where there was no obstacles? You just walked through. You looked at the little, you know, palm trees. And, and, the, the, and, the, little, and the little brick, the little brick castles. The little brick castles. You had like the little like guys that were going to come up to you. But instead of trying to eat you, they just looked at you. They bowed down and walked out of the way. And you just walked through the levels. How I guarantee you, you would play that game maybe one time. Maybe not even finish it because you're like, this is boring. Mm-hmm. And so we look at there's these no things. fireballs coming at my head. Where's the fireballs? I want to. Where's the mushroom? I want to grow. I want to jump on the guys. I want to learn how to go over like the little, you know, the things I got to jump over. I want to see if I can like run through the lava this time and not burn. Like that's what makes the game fun. But when we look at this life as like, oh my gosh, this is a test. I just have to endure to get overwards, and we have these obstacles. And one of the biggest obstacles I have is this body that I've been given. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, you now are at war with this place that is here to, what if it was to be the blessing? What if it was to be the place where it's like, this is actually where you, you wanted to be. Mm-hmm. And you're here. So why mm-hmm. not make it the most amazing experience ever? One of the things I've definitely come into the place where I've realized is like, you guys, life was designed to be easy. And you might be thinking that and rolling your eyes at me right now because I used to think the same, like, what? Life was designed to be easy? You guys, it absolutely was. When you take these things as you're starting to learn them, like, you know, you vibrate what you attract. The world is a mirror. Well, in the beginning, when you start looking at it, you're like, ooh, I don't like this. I don't like this. Like, Like, wait. And you start to take 100% accountability for what you're living. At first, it feels really uncomfortable because you've created things. You're like, well, I, I, I like to blame someone else for that. Mm-hmm. And I'd I like to blame my trauma. Mm-hmm. I like to blame my abusers. Not, and I want to use that like lightly, like the like, mm-hmm. right? Because nobody likes the way that it feels, mm-hmm. right? But mm-hmm. there's a scapegoat for everything. Yep, absolutely. A scapegoat, a justification, and when a you're blame. using the scapegoat and the justification, you guys, you're keeping yourself trapped. I remember now, like one, the the biggest thing now, it's like being triggered. Oh, you guys, I love it now. Does it feel awesome all the time? No. I just had a trigger two days ago that I had to like walk myself through. But when you look at it, it's like the trigger is just showing you like, okay, cool. Let this clear. Mm-hmm. And when you let it clear, life gets to be amazing again. Mm-hmm. You get to step into it. So, okay. Let's go back to talking about the body. Let's go back to the body. Talking about definition of the body, what the body mm-hmm. is, what it does. You can see we get, we guys, we get really passionate about like this kind of stuff. Cause like life is really amazing. Mm-hmm. And but it does take some understanding of how it works in order to be able to step into it. Okay, back to the body. Back Let's to go. the body and also back to like human life experience. Mm-hmm. Everybody takes on trauma. Mm-hmm. That's for whatever reason, that is like part of the plan. Yep. And 
a lot of people think that when, um, you know, as you're, whether you're, you've experienced trauma in the first part of your life, however long the first part of your life was, whatever you identify that as, and you step into the healing journey, a lot of people think that trauma lives in their brain, mm-hmm. that trauma lives in their mind. Mm-hmm. The truth is, is that trauma is actually stored in the body. Yep. It's the body that feels the emotion. Mm-hmm. It's the body that feels the intensity. Which is part of the reason why people want to get out. Mm-hmm. What, and what happens is when, when those things, you know, when a trigger gets activated, mm-hmm. the body's feeling old feelings mm-hmm. that have been suppressed. Mm-hmm. And it activates the mind and the mind starts to spin mm-hmm. in whatever direction it's going to spin. And as soon as the mind starts spinning, typically in a downward spiral... Right, going into all of like the limiting beliefs and all of the not good enoughs and all of the I'm not safe and all of yep. those things, it then just activates even more stuff within the body. Mm-hmm. So it becomes this vicious cycle of you don't feel safe in your mind, you also don't feel safe in your body, mm-hmm. which are two things that are not you. They're just two things that you're experiencing, like yep. we talked about at the beginning. So I would say that that's the first and foremost thing. Like, start paying attention that I'm not these things. This is just what I'm experiencing. Um, but it turns into this this is uncomfortable, I don't like this, and I want out. Mm-hmm. And it's really cute how humans, our egos or whatever, our subconscious, whatever, is trying to find ways for us to get out. If, if And it's just doing that because it's like, hey, this is uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. One of the ways, one of like the prime directors of your brain is to move you away from pain towards pleasure. Mm-hmm. And it will take the first available route to do that. Mm-hmm. It's not thinking, hey, what's actually going to take me in the long run to be the most happy? It's like, what is it right now? Yeah. What is it right now that I don't have to feel this and I can get away from this trauma? So what do we? What do a lot of people do? They go book a session, mm-hmm. right? Get me out of this. I feel awful. Fix it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they go hit up a medicine journey, mm-hmm. right? They um, go eat. So so I'm going to say, and, th- and those are some of the more, I will say like aware ways of handling the discomfort. Mm-hmm. If we're talking about unaware ways of handling the discomfort, you're talking about... Um, utilizing addictive behavior whether yep. that's eating um pornography sex addiction um tv tv alcohol um going and creating a drama i was like you guys going and picking a fight is a big one going and picking a fight <laughs> um and i'm also gonna say that it the more unaware or i don't even know if that's the right word to say i don't know exactly what the the we'll say one of the most wounded ways to play out getting out of your body is actually taking your own life. Yep. Right. So there's this, there's this, um, what do you call it? Like a a span of ways of trying to get out of the body because it feels so uncomfortable Mm -hmm. inside of here. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And when you're feeling all of these things, like Amanda said, it's like the trauma does get stored in your body. Mm -hmm. It absolutely does get stored in your body. And when you're not willing to look at it, because here's the deal too. It's like, let's go back to the whole, like what Amanda said. It's like when someone's, that trauma gets hit, they're like, oh my gosh, I need to do a session. I need to do this. Those are helpful things. So we're not saying don't do them, but how are you utilizing them? Mm-hmm. Is it because I'm trying to not feel this? I'm trying to avoid what I'm feeling in my body. Make get it, it out, stop, get it make out, it stop, it make out. it stop. But it's like, you guys, what you resist persists. One of the big things that has changed in the way that me and Amanda do things um, is the fact that, because we have this really cute client 
love her so much. <laughs> She's so great. <laughs> She'd actually worked with us years ago when we were doing other types of, um, when we were coaching and we were teaching some of the stuff that we knew. And a lot of it was like, okay, hey, what can you do to like kind of unlock yourself for yourself, right? Like yeah. following your bliss. It was the getting out of the box. Yes, right? getting out, which is a part of the journey. So that's definitely a phase. And anyway, so she'd come back around. She's like, what are you guys doing? And so she just barely finished um, one of our coaching groups. And she's like, you know what? Super interesting. First off, when I first got onto this healing journey, I didn't think you and Amanda would be the ones helping me. <laughs> I was like, that's cute. We couldn't at the time. <laughs> we had some of our own learning to do. And she's like, you want to know what the interesting thing is? It's like before when I was in drama or us feeling this emotional intensity before it's like I'd have people tell me like oh like you gotta you shift just, it you gotta shift use it. your you shift moves feel it. or like go do a medicine journey you're going you know and again for people who aren't in the conscious world you guys I mean like the woo-woo world that's a big thing right now like that's been being pushed and we're not we won't go into that but um or it's like going to do something to shift the feeling now mm-hmm. she like looked at us she's like yeah and you guys tell me just to eat my broccoli and sit in it <laughs> And we just start laughing, like, yeah, and how does your life look? She's like, it's so peaceful. Yep. She's like, yes, I do feel things, but I'm not blowing my world up. And my mm-hmm. life is consistently getting better, and I have a foundation, and especially a foundation within myself to mm-hmm. keep moving forward. Mm-hmm. And to actually create the person that I know that I am, I have the tools and the resources to be able to do that. Right. Because when we say, like, you know, well, she says, we're quoting her because it's so great, right? Eat your, bro- eat your broccoli and sit in it. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about sitting in the suffering and mm-hmm. sitting in the mind trap that spins you out. Like, there's a certain way to sit in it mm-hmm. that does build the foundation and that does bring the peace, mm-hmm. right? So I do want to just, like, clarify that part because it's like, oh, all I got to do is sit in it. Okay, but... But how are you doing it? Because if you're right. sitting in the emotion and you're sitting in it still... Be- telling the same story mm-hmm. you're literally just making that story even deeper yep. like oh my gosh why is life so hard you're re-imprinting it over and over again See, i'm not good enough i'm never gonna get it. you guys yeah, that is re-wounding. not a productive way to sit in it no absolutely that, not it's actually counterproductive because you're re-wounding yourself with all of that intensity and all of that emotion again mm-hmm. and that's definitely not a way to sit so there is a way that you can be able to sit in it but when you can come into a relationship with your body, because like Amanda said, you guys, everything that you experience, it is experienced through your body. Every emotion you feel, every thought that you think, everything that happens, like, because we talk about we are spiritual beings, right? In this human experience. But your human experience happens through your body. So I really want you to think, what is your relationship with your body? How do you feel about it? Mm-hmm. Have you even ever talked yeah have you ever had a conversation with your body have you ever even thought to do it like think about it like this is a tool because you are not your body we'll be the first to say you are not your body but you are here having experience with your body and I know for me one of my biggest messes in life and I've talked about this before it was my body you guys I hated it oh my gosh 20 plus years of an eating disorder that was absolute hell I was like why do I have my body why do my thighs have to look like this why can't I be like this why do I crave this like it was this constant struggle and I remember the very first time I had a conversation with my body, I was like, this is weird. I'm like, okay, so I've been talking to, I've been talking to my body a lot, right? Like you suck. Why aren't you this? Like all these mm-hmm. things. Like, I wonder what my body's going to say back. And I got into a space and a place where I let my body have a voice. Oh man, <laughs> was that not the experience of a lifetime? Because my, when I finally gave my body a voice, I almost wanted to cry because all of a sudden... My body was saying to me the things that I felt like other people had said to Like, you know, I was like, oh, people are mean to me or they think about me this mm-hmm. way or they're not. They don't think I'm enough. My body is like, I have been with you 
every single second of every single day and I've never given up on you. Do you want to know how mean you are? I'm never enough. It doesn't matter that your legs work. It doesn't matter that I digest your food. It doesn't matter that no matter what you said, I keep showing up. And I was like, oh my gosh. And it was like, you're a really mean boss. The meanest. Because like literally the, the thought that I had is like, you literally, what, how, and then it's like, I felt like my body was saying like, what would you do? What would you do if you worked for a boss that no matter what you did, it was never good enough. You could never have a voice and you constantly were berated every single second of every single day. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dude, I probably try to sabotage that boss. Like I would literally yeah. try to find ways to try to like stick it to the boss because they were being so mean. I was like, oh my gosh. And I was like, and, and you want to know what? My body's like, yeah, that's exactly kind of how I feel. But I keep showing up. And I was like, at that point, all of a sudden I was like, this gets to be a whole new experience because mm-hmm. my body has always shown up. And if you're listening to this podcast, your body's shown up for you too. Yep. And if you look at the things, does it make sense that your body's showing up for you in the way that it is by the way that you speak to it and the way that you think about it? Right. And I guarantee you it's probably in alignment. And the other thing too, when I had, I had kind of a similar experience with Michelle when I did, um, I think yours, you were sitting in meditation. Mm-hmm. Mine was, I actually wrote a letter to my body mm-hmm. and I poured out everything that I thought and how I felt and how I hated how it was constantly betraying me and like all of these things. And then I flipped the page over and I let my body write a letter back to me, mm-hmm. you know, through me, obviously. Yeah. But it was like, I gave my body a voice and a pen and a paper and she wrote back. And one of the things that she said was like, yeah, it feels like I've betrayed you. I've just been simply trying to get your attention all along. And the only way that I could get your attention was to have things go sideways. That is the only way that you would listen. So mm-hmm. like, if you want to start having like some communication I don't have to keep creating hip pain. I don't have to keep creating back pain. Mm-hmm. I don't have to keep creating loud migraines and anxiety mm-hmm. and depression mm-hmm. to get your attention. If you'll mm-hmm. just sit with me, if you'll just build a relationship with me, I don't have to yell at you. Guys, how many people have your, how many people listening have their body yelling at them right now? Have you ever thought that maybe it's just a message? Just saying like, hey, hey. Because it's, you guys, if your body, if everything, like, let's just try on this idea that everything in life is for you, that it's literally for you trying to give you everything that you want. And your body is literally probably the biggest thing that's here for you. Mm -hmm. You have a mind that is the biggest supercomputer there ever was. You have this heart that adds all of like the color to life that makes it like amazing and the highs and the lows and the darks and the lights, like these emotions are painting a beautiful picture and your body is the one that's facilitating it all. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's trying to say, hey, hey, this is actually out of alignment for where we want to go, but we just stuff it down. Mm-hmm. Nope, I don't want to look. Nope, I don't want to look. Nope, I don't want to look. Not only do I not want to look, I'm not going to look, and then I'm going to yell at you and tell you to be better. <laughs> because it loves you that much. No matter what you've done, it keeps showing up, and it's still going to hold you to the highest. I mean, if you're out there listening to this podcast, you obviously want to become better, the mm-hmm. best version of yourself. Well, the biggest at like asset you have is your body and I do believe that we come here like kind of like okay we have things that we're here wanting to experience and if it's encoded into our body and it's telling you hey we're out of alignment hey we're out of alignment not listening not listening you ignore, not you listening. it's gonna get louder it's gonna it has to get louder it has to get louder it has to get louder and so if you want it to keep getting louder keep stop listening to it mm-hmm. but if you're wanting to have a new experience with life if you start paying attention to the messages when it's just like a little puff of snow 
like my mom used to always give this analogy where it's like, well, life at first will give you like when something's out of alignment, it's like a puff of snow. If you don't listen to it, then it's a snowball. Then if you don't listen to it, it's like an ice ball. And then if you still don't listen to it, it becomes an avalanche because it's going to give you the message mm-hmm. because it wants what's best for you. And it want, all it's wanting to do is have you pay attention. Mm-hmm. But when you start paying attention to just like the puff of snow, all of a sudden life gets a lot easier. Yep. And you're not having to be able to learn through hard, painful experiences. And let's talk about our definition of what we mean of life, like of life gets to be easy, right? Mm-hmm. Because there is that phrase that goes around in the new agey world that is very much so connected to like the follow your bliss, only do what feels good. That is not easy. That's not easy. <laughs> what we mean by easy is it's like you're having, whether it's a conversation with your body or you're having a conversation with source, whatever that, you know, source is for you, higher self, universe, God, and you get an inspiration mm-hmm. and it's an inspiration that makes you feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I will tell you pretty much 100% of the time, following through on that inspiration is actually the easiest route. Yep. Doing the thing that feels uncomfortable right now in the moment is actually what puts you on the easy path. Yep. Not the opposite of like, oh, I got the inspiration. I should do this. Okay, well, how do I get to do it in a way that feels blissful? Right? Which can be, I mean. That can be. That can be applied, but it's avoiding the discomfort and avoiding the thing Mm -hmm. and just chasing um, pleasure. Mm -hmm. Chasing um really it is like chasing avoiding the feeling of anything that's going to help you avoid the feeling Mm -hmm. because really when you guys think about it any decision you make is based off of how you want to feel Mm -hmm. why do you not want to do something well i don't feel like it why do you not want to follow through on a commitment well it doesn't feel good right now even with food Mm -hmm. you get the inspiration oh i should eat my broccoli and my chicken Mm -hmm. i don't feel like eating that you guys the feelings your feeling, like, let's just straight up say right now, your, like, how you feel should not be an indicator of you keeping your word or not. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest ways to change everything that you want in life is learning to keep your word. Because mm-hmm. let me guess, how do you feel about other people that don't show up for you, that abandon you, that treat you terrible? I guarantee you, you could probably pick the person that you feel is, like, the most abusive to you in your life. And if you flipped it around onto yourself, that I guarantee you, you're probably doing all those same behaviors to yourself. Mm-hmm. guarantee you probably don't keep your word to yourself mm-hmm. you can't trust yourself Mm-mm. you say mean things you say very very mean things and so you're looking at this other person saying like oh they're so terrible but if you looked it around to yourself are you doing those same things i guarantee you yes because again if the world is just a mirror of what's going on on the inside what those people are doing are just reflecting the behavior that you're doing to yourself. Mm-hmm. And when you start changing that behavior in yourself, all of a sudden your whole world starts to change and those people no longer are in it. Why? Because like what Amanda always says, you don't get what you want, you don't get what you deserve, you get what you vibrate. Well, right now, if you have people in your life that are being these toxic relationships, go look to yourself. How mm-hmm. toxic is your relationship with yourself and your body? And I'm going to tell you, you get to kind of, in some regards, like be cre- creative, sort of. Like you get to be curious mm-hmm. on how it's playing out. Because the first time I was told this um, concept, I picked a person. And it was a person that um, was severely physically abusive, mm-hmm. super mean to his children, super mean to his wife. Like, a really, um, everything that I knew about this person who had been in my life was awful. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, they were saying, hey, this is a reflection of you. Mm-hmm. This is in you. You're doing this. And I was like, wait a minute. I've, I've never hit my spouse. Mm-hmm. I've never hit my children. 
I've never been physically abusive. Like never ever. That, like that is, I, if anything, I swing to like the other <laughs> side of the pendulum. Very much not so. Not that, not right? that. And I was like, this, this, this concept, like I just debunked it because I've never done those things. Mm-hmm. And the person looked me dead set in the eyes and asked me, okay, so tell me about your anorexia. Tell me about why you like to starve yourself. Tell me about why you like to like literally take punches on your own body. And you guys, there's part of me that there was a, a phase in my life where I was so physically abusive to myself, not just in the not eating, but like the pain would get so bad. Like I actually have scars on my chest from like my deepest, darkest. It was around the time where I attempted suicide, but the pain was so intense in my chest that I would claw at it. Mm-hmm. I would literally claw at my chest and there were times that the voice in my head was so loud like you're so stupid you're so stupid you're so stupid that I would literally hit my head with my own hands and so when I say you get to be kind of like curious and open as to how you're doing this Mm -hmm. you know it may not be exactly a direct reflection right Mm -hmm. this man that I was thinking of who was physically abusive to his children and also physically abusive to his wife um right I wasn't being that way to other people to yourself but I was being that and more mm-hmm. to myself. Mm-hmm. So you guys, let's kind of give you a, a couple of tools. And we're going to kind of just briefly go into them because there's so many different things that come in like that do it. But if you're wanting to change the relationship with your body, one thing is you have to learn to be, get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yes. Because you guys, you want to know what? Even when you get what you want, it's going to be uncomfortable. We're going to go into that our well, ne- that's next podcast. Next podcast. We're going to go into get that one Get very for sure. comfortable being uncomfortable. Because even when you get what you want, it will feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And if you are uncomfortable with being uncomfortable, you will never have what you want. Yep. Two, you need to understand how your mind works and in what ways it works and how you can get it start working for you. Mm-hmm. Because if you just keep letting it run the show, it's guys, your mind is not meant to be the captain of the ship. It's not the one who's supposed to be directing your life. But if you aren't in charge of it and you don't know how it works, it's doing that. Right. Two. Three. Motion. What? Three. Three. Sorry, three. <laughs> Sorry, guys, numbers. I just good with some of them. Three. Learning how to be able to let your body process emotion. You guys, your body knows how to do, deal with the pain that you are feeling. The mm-hmm. same way that if you get cut, what do you do to make that cut heal? You clean it and then let it do its thing. What happens if you touch it? What if you keep touching it? What if you try to push it together? It makes it worse. You guys, your emotional body knows how to heal itself too. You need to learn how to get out of the way and let your emotional body do the process it needs to do. But the hardest part is that we're so not comfortable with what we're feeling we get in there and we're taking that cut we're touching it and we're like putting other stuff on it and we're moving it and it starts to fester it starts to get infected that infection starts to move up though your whole body and Mm -hmm. then it creates a bigger problem than if you could have just gotten out of the way right and then i would say four is like you guys getting connected to whatever divine source is for you yep and our belief is we don't care for us it's god If, if you hear that you're like absolutely not god cool literally doesn't even matter pick something different pick something different right? pick pick nature but yeah, exactly pick, pick something pick universe greater pick higher self something pick something greater than yourself that you can connect to that's going to help navigate it because when you get that connection and you can have those four things come in all of a sudden you start to experience heaven on earth one of the big things that sparked this conversation i was sitting yesterday with a client and definitely someone who came we love from, this client oh so good she's amazing but she definitely came from like 
new age woo-woo. She also had the same upbringing that we did. Uh, well, different, but she'd come through at one stage of her journey. She'd come through or the same religious stuff. So she, there was all these different things. And she was sitting there. She's like, Michelle, I've all of a sudden been able to handle my mind. Mm-hmm. And I, I felt the things I wasn't willing to feel. Mm-hmm. And she's like, and the last piece that came in is that connection to divine source God. She's like, that was for me, for her, that was the missing piece. Because sometimes people have that connection, but they don't have like the emotional thing or whatever. She's like, you want to know what? It's so funny. I've spent most of my life trying to get out of my body, like literally trying to escape, trying to go almost anywhere else. If that be, you know, through meditation or the shamanic path the, or, or, you know, whatever, however it is, or the different things that I've done. I was like, I've been trying to get out of my body. She's like, you want to know what? I love it here. This is the place that I want to be now. This is like literally like the coolest things. Like, do people know how great earth is? Mm -hmm. I almost want to start crying. I was like, right. She's like, this is the coolest place. There's no other D I need to get to like 5D, 70, whatever, or heaven that I'm waiting for. Or I don't need to change the world to make it a better place. I changed my world. Yep. And this world is now heaven on earth. She's like, and I just can't. Everyone deserves to feel this. Mm-hmm. But when you're willing to go through the path, if, when you're willing to understand what's happening and why it's happening, all of a sudden, everything inside of you starts to change. And you all of a sudden now are bringing heaven to earth, which mm-hmm. is your earth, mm-hmm. which is your body and your world. This is the one that you were creating. But how can you be able to learn to master this world if you don't understand it? And you don't understand how it works. But if you can dive in and understand how your mind works, how your emotion works, and then being able to connect to something greater than you, because we are, you guys, as much as you want to say, you'll be like, no, uh, I mean, I am God or it's this or whatever it is. It's like, you guys, you can see when you look out. There's so many things that when you learn to get into flow that are happening for you all the time. And when you can learn to see it this way, all of a sudden this becomes the greatest playground you've ever been on. There's experiences that you will have that will blow your mind. And you're like, I didn't even realize I could feel this much joy watching the sunrise. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that I could have an experience with someone where they're telling me all the most horrible things about me and my heart is opened. Right. And I feel like I want to connect with them because I can see they're in pain and I'm not taking it on. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I have the best relationships and I don't even know what I did, but it just like seemed to happen. Right. And all of a sudden you start to see how all the things that used to you used to feel like were working against you. Mm-hmm. That when you've changed your vibration, you've changed this world, all of a sudden your entire world changes. So if we were to like say anything, if you're going to get anything out of this podcast is maybe look into what's the relationship you have with your body. If you were to take five minutes and let your body talk to you, what would it say? Yep. And, and we gave two tools for it. Mm -hmm. If visualization and stepping into meditation Mm -hmm. and having a conversation from that place works for you, go do that. Mm -hmm. If if that's a little bit harder for you, because that used to be hard for me, mm-hmm. grab a piece of paper. Yep. And I'm going to tell you, like, say all of the things that you like, write a letter and say all of the things that you authentically feel like I'm going to encourage you. Get real, 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 get real, real <laughs> with with your feelings, your thoughts, what your experience has been like inside of this physical body. Yep. And if you are having a hard time accessing that, all you have to do is grab that piece of paper and go stand in front of a mirror. Don't worry, worry. Comes right on up. All that stuff will come right on up. Write it down. Mm-hmm. And then flip the page over and sit down and let your body speak back. Mm-hmm. Write a letter back. Yep. It's kind of amazing what happens when all of a sudden you open up that line of communication. Mm-hmm. The same thing. Talk to your body. 
what's your connection with divine source? Maybe open that level of communication too. Because mm-hmm. sometimes you might be so in it that you can't see the forest from the trees. And having something that has a higher perspective, being able to give you just some guidance can be absolutely transformational. So you guys, got, we really believe and we're experiencing life was meant to be easy. Mm-hmm. And if you started looking at that way, it's like, okay, cool. What are the things that I get to do now, even though they might feel like the hardest thing right now, mm-hmm. that's going to give me the life that I am wanting to experience? That it's worth it's worth the effort. Yep. It's worth the uncomfortability. And there's amazing things out there for you. Like keep going. Like definitely like keep going. There's things out there that you'll experience like, oh my gosh, remember when this used to be hard? That's funny. I used to think this was a big deal. And too, if you guys are ready for like this part of the journey Mm -hmm. this is where michelle this is like where we feel like our sweet spot is right now yep and and so if you are looking for some support with that we have so many different resources available reach out right things that that span from as far as free to like literally working with us on an individual space consistently Mm -hmm. so there's a wide a, a wide gap for that absolutely so definitely reach out anyways thanks for coming and spending some time with us today Go out, do the thing, go be amazing, and we will see you guys next week.